Congratulations, you're dead. Hello there, and welcome to episode 4 of Congratulations, You're Dead. This week I'm speaking to my friend Grace. We talk a lot about her LARP experience and what she feels like her afterlife would look like. We did this a couple weeks ago just after recording our other podcast, Hobby Goblins, which I recommend you check out. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Hello and welcome back uh, with me this week. I have a LARPer, a fighter, a lover of a blacksmith. <laughs> uh, Grace, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Uh, hello. It's been so long since I've last seen you. We didn't totally just do another podcast together oh, an hour ago. Not at all. You, you've changed so much. <laughs> you have glasses like now. It, yeah, actually, I wasn't wearing glasses <laughs> last time. I do now because I'm a new man. No, I don't know. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> How have, you, how have you since we last spoke, I guess, or, or how have you been good, recently? Good, good. Uh, cleaned up a little bit, had a little bit of brekkie. We're good. Stop using yeah. those drugs. You cleaned up. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like a <laughs> wife and kids. They're all good. <laughs> well, that escalated quickly. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So as I told you, I was meant to do this during lockdown, but I didn't because I'm lazy. But how was lockdown for you being because you had moved recently and everything into a, a bigger city than than where we where we're at or where I'm at currently? Yeah, yeah. I moved out into the the big city. Bigger city. The, the bigger city. Yeah. Let me know if you can hear it in the background, by the way. I think I just heard someone go <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, living pretty much next to a highway. So. Oh, that sucks. Mm, but it's all right it's not too it picks up only when we're playing games and stuff so it's not oh, too that's bad. not too bad did it keep you like being from a smaller town <clears throat> being from a small town originally did living close to a highway keep you up and stuff it was it was struggle bit of a struggle street when it came to uh recording and uh doing projects like that mm. Um, but when it came to sleep, now nah, as soon as I lay down, I'm out. So oh, okay, that's fine. Didn't bother you too <laughs> yeah. much then. No, no, no. Could have been a lot worse. Mm. You guys were pretty close to what highway there? Not really. Um, talking about the last house we were in, mm. uh, it was kind of a main street of the area, but barely anything. The, the most that we got were trucks coming from the tip and people going and coming from the tip. But besides that, and the uni, because it was close to the uni, but besides that, not really. At least nothing that we heard. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. But I remember living in Sydney. Um, well, I mean, it's different because we live close to a railway track, so that's very different from a highway. Mm. But um, that that was – I was young, though, but I remember it, like, it kept me up a fair bit. But I, I do love trains because of it. I love steam trains because once every week a steam train used to come and go. <gasps> really? Yeah. So maybe oh, wow. um maybe love steam trains. But yeah, I don't think I've ever been even when I lived in Melbourne, I don't think I was ever in like an area where it was like high traffic and stuff. Mm. So that's that's good. Or if if I have been, I just don't remember. Yeah. Just kind of repressed it. Yeah, probably. Um so you've moved and, and we've we've beaten lockdown. Well, I've beaten yeah, lockdown, finally, but unfortunately, but... I have news for you. Oh, shit. Yeah, Sorry. you've actually... <laughs> that's fine. You can swear in this podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I think with all the podcasts I've done, I've gotten sick of editing it, so I'm just like, just swear. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always miss it anyway. Like, 
with the one I used to do with Dre, he would be like, you missed the swear word. I'm like, ah, it's just <laughs> But it's anyway. Yeah, exactly. But I have news for you. Mm. You've actually, you actually didn't make it out of lockdown. You died. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was trying so hard too. Yeah, um, you almost made it, but at the 11th hour, you just... Just cocked it. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Let me ask you, how did you die? Uh, you know what? I probably just had... I feel like I went into a food coma. Like I went catatonic. Everyone goes with food coma. Just so didn't funny. wake up. Yeah, oh, really? Was, yeah. Dre went with KFC. <laughs> Camille went with lychees. So you just food Lychees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think food just food in general. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do in lockdown? Yeah, right. Mm. That's definitely not the worst way to go, I don't think. No, God, no. There are worse ways. I mean, getting hit by a bus wouldn't be too fun, I feel like. Exactly. Like, I weren't doing what I loved. Yeah, eating. My face. <laughs> yeah, I feel that uh, at a uh, spiritual level. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think yeah, we've yeah. ever talked about it, but are, are you, do you believe in, I mean, I know your your parents are religious. Are you religious? Hmm. Like, do you believe in, in heaven and hell, the afterlife and, and things yeah. of that nature? I, uh, I suppose you'd call where I'm at right now, I'm quite agnostic. Um mm-hmm. I do consider myself quite a spiritual person, mm-hmm. but that isn't necessarily connected to anything at the moment. I have no certainties about anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just kind of leave in, you know, leave in the, leave in the book open, anything that kind of, uh, comes my way, which has, uh, made going through difficult, going through, sorry, it's made going through lockdown quite difficult, uh, because when you haven't got like that like spiritual guidance for example it can be a little bit more difficult to come to terms with things like mortality and mm. and and dying so it's mm. very interesting that you mentioned and uh sad that i didn't get to figure out what i uh what i believe in before i went catatonic <laughs> yeah exactly um, i believed in food food brings yeah. people together so. yeah oh, it sure does yeah i agree with that 100 mm. percent. um mm. yeah that's fair um so you're kind of like the book's not completely closed. Like you're not atheist. You're like, there's nothing. Once the lights are off, the lights are off. But you're more like, I guess I'll see what happens when it happens. Yeah, yeah, mm. I think so. I think uh, I admire people who are religious. I suppose, mm. um, but there's just too much beauty in the world, I guess, for me to be able to pin it down. I'm a very small being with a very small brain. I don't think I'll be able to understand <laughs> the outer workings of the universe just yet. Yeah. But um, but that doesn't bother me. I'm just kind of taking it as it comes. That's good. That's, How about you? Are you a, a particularly religious person? Uh, no, I'm like you. I'm agnostic. Um, I thought I was atheist, but no, I, I tend to believe that there has to, uh, not has to, but I tend to believe that there's more than just what we're living in now. Mm-hmm. But I... You know, I can't say for certain if it's one thing or the other because there's no proof. That's kind of like where I'm at. Mm. But I do believe there is more than just once, you know, once we're done, we're done. Like, it seems a bit like, I don't know, it seems a bit like just no, bookended, you know, like there's nothing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Like, I, I take comfort in the fact that there is an end. Like, I, 
I've uh, talked to people before and I struggle personally with the idea of an, etern an eternity, either mm. an eternity of nothingness or an eternity in heaven or hell or whatever you believe in. Mm -hmm. So the idea of things coming to an end is somewhat comforting for me in mm. a strange way. Um, mm. Even though lots of people say it's life is too short. Um, yeah, sometimes it feels incredibly short and sometimes it feels incredibly long. Yeah, that's true. I've heard, take I, it. I heard this quote once, like a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember who it was from, but they said, life isn't short. We just don't spend enough time doing what we love. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I can. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I resonate with that. Yeah, me too. In, in its entirety. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fair. Okay, well, it, the good news is there is an afterlife, which oh. we're heading to, so that's good. Oh, God. <laughs> what would your afterlife I mean... look like to you? Sorry, here you go. Oh, I was just going to say, I probably shouldn't swear on God if, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to do with God or anything, but you know, mm -hmm. um, but what would your afterlife look like to you? Ooh, that's a tricky one. My like ideal afterlife. Yeah. However you interpret the question. Yeah. Uh, my ideal afterlife would be earth without suffering, I think. As I said, I've got a very small brain, uh, so I don't think I'll be able to comprehend the idea of an afterlife other than what we've already got, which is Earth. And, like, I think the closest you can get to heaven or to some idea of heaven is, um, you know, community and love and kindness and, and all of those ideas. Mm. Uh pretty much what I imagine heaven is like. So uh, yeah, an earth without wars and suffering and sickness, which I know a lot of people can argue is what the uh, Christian heaven looks like. Hmm. Um, but a lot of theorists and theologists believe that um, we will have no connection to who we are currently. Um, and I would like to think that we are all entirely unique humans. Uh, so I would love for us to be able to remember relationships with each other hmm. and um because like what's the point of spending an entire lifetime building relationships uh and then only for it to be like wiped clean as soon as you die and it just feels kind of kind of pointless to me but yeah no i agree with that i think like mm. you know like you said we spend a whole lifetime meeting people and growing connections and relationships and stuff it's kind of like, I guess it just feels like that full stop is kind of dumb <laughs> to yeah, you know, yeah. like have a better word. Mm -hmm. Um, like, yeah, it'd be nice to, to be able to continue with that once you pass and do whatever else, you know, I mm. think at least, but I agree with that. Yeah, that's good. I haven't heard that before. So that's, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> I think about death a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a good pod yeah. podcast for you then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So. I gave you uh, two categories and one for you to pick, and you picked. Uh, I selected my own. I mm -hmm. uh, the first person to do so, by the way. So good job. <gasps> yeah. So I'm guessing <laughs> the others have uh, chosen movies. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we've got a mix. Well, we've had um, gaming from Dre, TV show, TV shows from Camille, and theater from Lacey. Oh, amazing. Mm. Uh, well, I selected uh, my own 
box uh, because I really enjoy live action role play and it is yeah. basically the only thing I ever talk about. So <laughs> no one, no one would expect any differently from me. <laughs> no, I guess not. Um, okay. So you go up to the afterlife and the person waiting for you welcomes you in and just casually asks you, what's the first LARP game or something to do with LARP you remember seeing that got you into live action role play? Ooh, that's really good. I think it would have to be um, a video by uh, Momo O'Brien, Morgan O'Brien, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was a Beakalin video, but it might have been something else um, where I saw people laughing and uh, I suddenly connected the dots that um, I could do the thing that I really enjoy, which is uh, acting in theater and dressing up um, and original characters. And that was a thing that adults still do. Like mm. I wasn't alone in that. So that was, there was a very, very cool epiphany. That's cool. Cause it is like, obviously not laugh itself, but dressing up and, and using your imagination is much more of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like people see it as more of a kid thing. And then when mm. you grow up and at some point in your life, you lose that or you mm. just stop doing it. So I like, yeah, it's good that laughs around because you grow up and you're like, oh, people are still doing this and you can do it again. And it does yeah. have a kind of classic vibe to it, I feel, of mm. being a kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's definitely like a, like I understand play is incredibly important to us as as humans and even not as humans like you look at the animal kingdom and play is still very much something that is like prevalent in like lion prides and in wolf pups and it's just it's something that does exist and maybe we choose to lose it along the way but a lot of us like to keep it alive because it also helps us cope with things like death and um the fact that this earth isn't heaven. It is a, mm. I think it's a very healthy and exciting and collaborative way to kind of keep that like youthfulness and, you know, creativeness alive, mm. I suppose. I think that's why I, um, I talk about it all the time because yeah, maybe there's part of me that doesn't want to lose that youthfulness. Um, yeah. but I also know that it's for me personally, it's very helpful in just, you know, staying creative, keeping the mm. mind active. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think it does too. That with mm. D&D, I think, worked for me quite well as yeah, well. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But there's something and, next level about LARP. For sure, for sure. What's a moment in LARP that you've had yourself that means something special to you? Ooh. That has meant something special to me. Uh... There are Imagine two there's... that come to okay. mind. Yeah. There's probably a lot, but the first ones that come to mind are the time when I had the most like main character moment because mm -hmm. LARP is uh, obviously a lots of different characters. Um, everyone has their kind of moments in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. um, at this particular time, one of my character's best friends had uh, passed away um, in battle as a uh, part of a, a scheme that other characters had been um, that have, what's it called? Like a pirate 
I feel I have the worst pirate ever now. What's um the sea the crew, yeah. So my character's pirate crew had plotted against uh, my character's best friend because of reasons um, and ended up going back behind my character's back to uh, put, an, put an end to that. Yeah. And um, the moment when my character found out um, and was like, you've seen that scene from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire where Harry returns with Cedric's body and is um the dad is like my son yeah yeah my yeah. boy <laughs> i shouldn't laugh because it's incredibly a heart-wrenching scene but it was i was playing the like the father at that the point father. Yeah. and i was like did Get you out of my way <laughs> did you like my boy that's my son <laughs> <laughs> yeah my son that's my boy the band's playing in the background because no one has no idea what's going on <laughs> yeah. it, it was just a beautiful moment um and i cried like i was sobbing mm. and it was just such a surreal moment to be crying over a, a character a, mm. a person that doesn't exist um and my second one was my first oh shit i love this moment was when we have occasionally weekend events with my mm -hmm. love action roleplay group and there is a fort like a permanent wooden fixture um that's built down there that they like to do like raids on and battles on. Mm -hmm. And so it was my first weekend event and everyone was kind of milling around. And then all of a sudden they said charge and everyone picked up their weapons, rushed into the battlement. It was chaos. There was arrows flying everywhere. There was shield wars being built. There was spell tags flying over people's heads. It was insane and i just remember standing there among it for a moment and just being like this is what live action roleplay is mm. this like adrenaline that is like going through my body like in the most exciting way possible um with like surrounded by all of my friends um covered in armor and paint and it just was like the oh shit i made it kind of moment and that oh, for me is awesome. a real like stuck in for me i remember exactly looking at the fort and just man there's just a, no other feeling like it i don't think mm. no i agree with that yeah that fort was amazing we only done it once but oh yeah it was great so i think i remember that the one that you where you found the character i don't know if it's the same character that i'm thinking about that that um that died and you found them it might be a different one i don't think i was there for that my character has had both of their best friends die okay so it was <laughs> so, one of the other <laughs> yeah um the second time that they had their character die sorry i know it's, it's like telling people about moments your character has had is very much like hey i had this dream last night it's one of yeah. those things where you're just kind of like oh my god like they're talking about their character again um I'll it's listen. my turn to talk. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's your time to shine now. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, my character's friend had been on the path. Like, they could either... Um, the way that magic works in this world is that it's a constant... Like, it, it is everywhere. And sometimes it comes and it forms beings. And that happens to be my character and another person, my, my friend's character. Um, and when these beings die, they can either return back into magic or they are just disrupted and just, just 
pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a big deal. Death is a big deal for our characters. Um, and they had to choose whether they're going to go back into the, into the magic or whether they're going to just simply rot away. Um, and they had that choice taken away from them because some other character had beef with the character and decided to slay them. Mm. And then of course my character watched that happen as my character's friend was beheaded in front of them and they were not allowed to join the magic (laughs) force universe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't cry that time. I didn't cry. Uh, But I did get to have that moment of the main character's friend has died. I'm just going to go like slowly turn towards the person who did it and just charge like sword up. Like I got to, I chewed them out and, um, it was just, uh, my character ended up giving them a, like a threat. Like if you ever see me again, I swear to the Naga that you will never see, um, you know, eternity and all that fun stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it was just one of those really badass moments where you're just like, oh shit, I actually get to do something that means something to this universe that we've created. So mm, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your favorite piece of LARP kit that you own? Oh, that's hard. Like there have been kit pieces that I spend a lot of money on, mm. um, but they might not necessarily be my favorite because they don't hold the same amount of meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just expensive. I- yeah, they're just like, ooh, they look they look pretty and they're expensive. But my pe- my favorite is this scarf that is bloodied and dirtied and that was, you know, off the shoe of one character and like <laughs> it's really it really depends. Um at the moment my favorite piece of kit is my my bow and arrows because okay. I'm just loving uh whenever I grew up, I would always see myself in ranger characters, mm. Robin Hood, Legolas or the Merida, mm. um, the that hair. would be the character that I resonated with the most for some reason. Yeah, it's the hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the hair. Um, or what used to be the hair. I have a feeling it'll probably be my pirate tricorn that I wear for my main character, mm-hmm. uh, Salen, mostly because I've, it has changed so much along with her character. Um, it was bright and shiny and new and empty and basically just a piece of plastic when I first Mm. got it. Um, And then I added like moss and sand and pearls and scarves and just it's, it's evolved with the character. Yeah. Um, And I like to, I like to display it when I can check out my Instagram. If you want to see it at lowercase grace. All right. We'll put that on. Plug. Sorry, I, I'm dead. I don't have an Instagram anymore. So. Oh, that's right. Your old Instagram. Your yeah. Past Instagram. My past Instagram. If you want to see my ghost Instagram. Um. On the <laughs> flip side, what's the mm. what's the most expensive kit you own? Ooh, uh, that'd be some of my armor. I've I seen think. some of that. Looks crazy. Yeah. Mm. I uh, first things I bought during the first lockdown because I had money. I had just come out of a breakup. I was very much just like, I'm going to buy whatever I want. 
and it happened to be uh, two full suits of armor. Uh, <laughs> as you do. As you do. And I had felt no regrets afterwards. I put it on now and I feel strong. I put oh. it on now and I feel like I could charge into battle. It's heavy, so I probably couldn't. Have you worn it? But... <laughs> Um, I have actually haven't had a chance to wear my full set of armor yet, so I'm mm. waiting for a character. Um, I'm thinking of attempting something like Swordcraft, which is a more battle-heavy yeah. uh, events to wear armor in. But yeah, they're probably my most expensive pieces, I think, mostly because of shipping, because they came from Europe. So. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, plus, and insurance. Like... Yeah, mm. and just armor in general. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't give it up for the no, world. Well, that's good. You shouldn't. Mm. You spent money. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, <laughs> exactly. it's good that it's good that yeah. I, I saw it. I was like, damn, that's impressive. Thank you. <laughs> it uh, it looks strange because I'm quite a short person. Yeah. Um. So when I'm all armored up, I like clink around, and I'm just like, I look more <laughs> like a dwarf than I do an elven ranger. But <laughs> I can. I I'll can take see it. That. I'll take it. <laughs> Dwarven Grace, just yeah. About. Just need the beard. I'm working yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. um, so what? What would be as like if you were to play a dwarf? Let's say what would be the weapon of like an armored dwarf? What would be the weapon of choice? Ooh, uh, I've been wanting to buy either a, a great axe or a. Uh, there are some ridiculously sized hammers at at LARP that don't hurt. You could swing them around. It feels just like a. I don't know, like a bop it, I guess. Mm. <laughs> like it's, they're so soft, like pillows, basically. Mm. Um, I've really wanted a big oversized hammer because I, as I said before, I am very short. Mm. So like a comically large hammer or like a, a battle axe. Yeah. Beautiful. That's awesome. I could say <laughs> that, that's what I pictured when you said like, you'd look like mm. a battle dwarf, like, the, like a, just a giant hammer. Yeah. It would be awesome. Um, what's one storyline that you never finished, but you always wanted to? Ooh, that's an interesting one. Um, I, well, we'll just talk about another character I had. How uh, <laughs> many have you had? Uh, so far I've had, uh, three player characters and a couple of NPCs. Okay, um, one of my characters, person. yeah, for the occasion, on, on occasion, they ask, uh, players to join like bandits for example, mm. and uh, sirens and things like that. Um, this character, my, what is called a Rue character, uh, is an NPC, started as an NPC. And then they said, well, they were supposed to die in the game that we played them in. Mm -hmm. And they said, look, if you're really attached to the characters, you can make them live if you want. And so I, by the time I had finished the game, I was like, I'm going to hold on to this character. <laughs> um, this is Patty, my, um, very not me character okay he is the most different character i've ever played and uh in the end i had to kill him off as a character because i wanted to bring in a new character and i just felt like he just didn't really fit i wasn't really um resonating with him as much anymore but he was so much fun to play because <laughs> he was like he was sassy and he was uh, a performer and he was just uh he wore glorious belts and colors and just very over the top um 
just very suave, um, mm. very Jack Sparrow feeling character. And for me, who enjoyed playing a masculine character for once, just I had a ball. So <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sad that I couldn't bring him in, but I'm bringing in another character in his place. So oh, that'd yeah, be interesting. technically so... he's died, but um, well, I mean, he you're still dead, so it, it'll lives work. in on my heart. Yeah, technically <laughs> all my characters are dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, right, they'll be laughing in the afterlife. I'm sure you can all, you can bring oh, them all thank, back. Thank God. Otherwise, I don't want it. You gotta have to send me back to wherever <laughs> you came from because. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm getting one ticket onto the river sticks if there is no lap in heaven <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um so what's a moment um you're ashamed that you saw or took part in? it doesn't have to be personal it can be character driven but mm. that you're ashamed you saw or took part in um like you kind of look back uh... and was like man i wish that was a waste of time or yeah yeah for sure yeah. that's tricky the first one that comes to mind was when I made, I am not the most uh, combative player. Uh, mm -hmm. I love running around and hitting people with weapons, but as far as like overwhelming other players and winning battles, I don't think I've won a single battle, which is fine. <laughs> um, I'm not embarrassed by that. I am embarrassed when I forget um, basic combat rules. Like there's mm. something called uh, drum rolling, which is when you get, you have two weapons and you just like, bap, 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 bap. Um, you're supposed to have like swings and they have to be, they have to be counted rather mm -hmm. than just, you know, attacking rapidly. Like chopping um, at them essentially. Exactly. Mm. But when someone's running at you with like a hammer and a shield, it's like you don't really have that moment to be like, oh, well, like <laughs> yeah, right, left, well, duck, things like that. Unless mm -hmm. you're like very well practiced at it. And at this point I wasn't very well versed in, com in combat at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and immediately I drum all the player and they were like, uh, you can't do that. And I was so embarrassed. I was like, how did I forget this most basic rule um, in, in combat? But I guess it was just a moment of panic. And they were like, dude, it's fine. We'll just, we'll go again. It'll be fine. Mm. But I was very much like, a, oh God, how could I do that? Such a newbie mistake. Yeah, oh, yeah. Such a rookie. But I look back at it and I laugh because I'm not much better at fighting now. But like, I know a little bit better. Yeah, you're a bit more things like. Yeah, you don't make as many like rookie mistakes as you said. Yeah. Now, I mean, that didn't help me. I did, still died. But <laughs> I, if I ever have to fight someone in in heaven or whatever this uh, ideal world is that we're going to, then uh, mm. I know no drum rolling. <laughs> no drum rolling, especially not in the <laughs> afterlife. That'll get you. Yeah. That'll get you thrown out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> Um, what's a LARP trope that most people hate, but you love and you weren't here like any different? That is such a good question. A LARP trope that other people, okay. So a lot of people, and it's not just in LARP, it's also in D and D kind of shun the stealthy rogue boy that likes to sit in the corner and act like an edgelord and then just expect plays to come to him mm -hmm. or her or them who, whoever it happens to be um i know a lot of people like have disdain for it and don't really you know think that they're very engaging um but i relish in that kind of character they just need to be listened to i guess mm. um I 
again, another character. I made a character specifically so I could go up to those characters and engage with them and listen to their backstory, listen to where they're coming from, ask them why they're wearing all black on a 30 degree day. Like <laughs> it, it's, it's really just a communication mm. and that character had such a blast because they learned so much about people that weren't comfortable in talking and just needed someone to come up and ask them if they were okay. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I had such a delightful time talking to those characters who, uh, you know, aren't the most social, but yeah, as soon as you start talking to them, yeah, they run their mouths. They have so much quality <laughs> to them. So many layers that people don't ask about. Like people are like, oh, they just have tragic backstories. And I'm like, well, like, don't we all? Like, come on. <laughs> it's not the whole point of this. <laughs> exactly. Buy them a drink. Find out, you know, who died in their life, what mission they're on, who mm. gave them that scar. Like, like. Yeah, not enough people do that. You're right. Especially like in a situation like that. Or like you said, in D&D, people just mm. work around them instead of with them. Mm. Yeah, and I love those characters, especially because they create contrast mm, uh, exactly. between, you know, the bright, peppy adventurer and the dark edgelord. Like, there's mm. purpose to both roles, I yeah. feel. Not everyone can be bubbly and happy-go-lucky. Mm. Exactly. As as an introvert myself, I know what it's like to just be like, okay, I'm just going to let people to come to talk to me. Yeah, and... exactly. Yeah. That's fair. That's good that you did that. Like, yeah, not a lot of people would have done that. Thanks. I, um... Yeah, I tried to do it. It was for myself as much as it was for other people. So it was good that we got, we both got something out of it. Um, what's the worst moment or if you want, or what's the worst piece of kit that you own? Oh, uh, some of those shoes, man. Some of those boots, <laughs> they've seen better days. <laughs> <laughs> they are falling apart. They are smelly. Because you were running around sweating all day, like yeah. of course. Mm. Uh, same with a couple of tunics, except tunics can be washed. Shoes yeah. cannot be washed. In the bin. <laughs> but some of them, character shoes can be the most, like, they speak volumes about your character sometimes. And sometimes mm. they're just for comfort. Um, but my character shoes are mostly for looks, which means they're not generally comfortable, which is something mm. that you think I'd, I've, I've learned by now, but, <laughs> um, yeah, they are, they're manky. You need to like, I need, <laughs> I should invest in some more, but once you find some good ones, well, they'll last you ages. Yeah. It's been hard. Like, yeah, I got those boots off wish one time. That was a bad idea. But yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Boots can, yeah, they can make a break it uh, like i could make your um costume look that much better but if they're not comfortable and you're running around in them oh boy mm. oh yeah blisters mm -mm. <laughs> not good have you tried putting like insoles in uh yes uh sometimes i get most of my shoes from up shops so i can't oh, okay. necessarily get the, sh the size that i'm after uh, mm. so sometimes if i put insoles in it can be a little bit tight um yeah, so it really, uh, some of some it's either a win or a loss, really. <laughs> and most of the times it's a loss. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, most of the times. <laughs> <laughs> What's one LARP moment or story that legitimately, and I think we've already touched on it a little bit, mm. but that legitimately made you emotional, whether it was a good emotion, a bad emotion, or both? Mm. I, uh, just after the time 
the second time that my character's friend had died, mm -hmm. um, they had me given a eulogy or a letter from the character that had died in advance. Oh, um, and uh, while my character was in mourning, like they like literally just just been beheaded, I had just returned from uh, you know talking smack about this guy who had killed him, mm. uh, killed m my character's friend. Mm. Um, and I was holding this letter that was very dear to me and I another character said, like, came fuck up. You or something. <laughs> yeah, just like, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it meant a lot to the character. <laughs> um, and uh, So someone came up? Yeah, so the the letter itself was even just a resolution between the two characters because they had been having a fight mm -hmm. and the letter was basically, I forgive you you can you can move on from this oh. um and then a friend of the character who had just befitted beheaded my character's friend mm -hmm. um came up took the note tore it in shreds <laughs> threw it away um they had given me the nod beforehand to see if that was okay and i I'd, mm -hmm. I'd given them a little out of character nod because obviously it's a very important um that you moment. communicate that like out of character and mm. yeah you don't want to just go around and just that would have been terrible but um <laughs> they tore up the letter and were jovial and and ran off um and in my character instead of going and chasing that guy off and threatening him and you know telling talking about his ancestors and whatnot uh my character just just fell to their knees in defeat with these like shreds of paper in their hands and was just like that was when they had begun mourning and I as a player had never felt this like sweep of grief so strongly and anger as well it, they were just kind of like fighting each other mm -hmm. and it was it was a very beautiful moment for me as a character and as a player um because that again would begin to start their next arc and uh yeah it was just a very you know character building moment and i still have it i still have the shreds of paper oh, do you? <laughs> yeah yeah it's um it's also on display you yeah. try putting I, it back uh, together just like just like taping it together <laughs> <Yeah>. just like <laughs> just like ugly crying yeah just Crochet. tapes in a frame yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so to go back to um the other stuff do you believe in alternate universes or how do you feel about alternate universes yeah i mean i've had it described to me before and i'm not gonna say no mm. uh, <laughs> i uh obviously I, I have no phds but <laughs> Uh, I do have PhDs. Nuts. I'm kidding. <laughs> keep cut, keep cut that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. And after uh, alternative uses, funny because we just finished watching uh, Into the Spider Verse before I died. Ooh, died. <laughs> yeah, movie. which is a very good movie and touches mm. uh, on alternate universes and yeah. made me start thinking about it. I'd like to consider that there is like maybe an alternate universe where there is no war and an alternate universe where I didn't cut my hair short. <laughs> <Before> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Sounds like you were a uh, decision. No, 
<laughs> it grows back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah. very in a very long time. Yeah, it's gonna take a while. But yeah, I uh, I hope the the Mies and all the alternative un- universes are happy. Mm. Um, I do like to think that there are alternative universes, but um, yeah, I think I got the best one because I got my baby oh. and I got my friends, so. I wouldn't give that up. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm. <laughs> um, so while you're in the afterlife, you get taken up to an alternate universe and you meet an alternate version of yourself. Oh, no. What, how would you like, like, what would you like to see from that alternate version? Besides the long hair. The long, long hair, <laughs> yeah. I've missed my princess huh? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would hope to see at this point someone looking exactly the same as me like I've never I am at my most comfortable with myself that I have been and I think that's just because of a like I'm like mentally Mm. um I'm not the most physically fit or the most um stylish that I've ever been actually I don't know thank you (laughs) (laughs) um I would like to see myself like a kinder version to myself you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I would like to look at that person and know that they've been nicer to themselves than I have been to myself, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah, it does. I think so. And yeah. I, I, I'd like to see a version like of myself that, yeah, that mm. isn't soured by, you know, life. <laughs> Actually, now I'm kind of curious. I do kind of want to see what I would look like as a total, like, spunky, angry person but no i would like to see someone who's not not soured and bittered by um the by the world and yeah you know what, you guess, know what i mean does that make sense yeah it does i guess it goes along with the whole like you'd want to live in a world with no mm. like anger and bitterness and war and stuff mm. so i think yeah it, yeah i agree with that although <laughs> the asshole version i just imagine like spiky hair and spikes everywhere yeah more piercings <laughs> yeah more sleeves piercings. <laughs> yeah, i would have gotten exactly. my tattoos earlier yeah and like just like shirts with and like gloves with pe- like, like spikes on them and stuff yeah like <laughs> just like got no like an ak 47 strapped to my back yeah oh, <laughs> we're in a no. war zone apparently <laughs> my post i want to see my post-apocalyptic self oh that'd be sick they That's would the, probably the, the... die a lot early, earlier than i would but yeah sorry you were saying it's actually funny you i mentioned post-apocalyptic because the question your alternate self asks you is what's a larp you'd love to do either as a one-shot thing or as a continuous game, like different style of, of love. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's really good. I would like to do what is called a parlor LARP, which is okay. a primarily role-play-based LARP. Um, it could be, I'm particularly fond of uh, Victorian era set LARPs, uh, also post-apocalyptic hmm. LARPs. Um, so something... That is just a uh, small, intimate, uh, beautifully set, dressed um, LARP that is just just you and your characters mm. going against whatever happens to be going up against them. That for me, I would I would love to experience. Yeah, I, I yeah, that sounds really good. I'd be into that for sure. I'd I'd like it, but I'd like to do a post-apocalyptic LARP as well. Mm. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I wouldn't know how you how you'd integrate integrate like the problem, whether it be zombies or like 
mm. a nuclear explosion or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think it'd be really cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that's a good answer. Ooh. I like that. Or even like a cyberpunk. Oh, that'd be nice too. Yeah, I guess Airlop. you could integrate. You like, could integrate like post-apocalyptic and cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, mm. just like neon lights, funky clothes. Yeah, that'd be sick. Kind of make it like the Met Gala, like had a war in it. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. That's it. We're gonna yeah. bring back Township and make it like Township twenty ninety nine oh. or something. <laughs> yes, Township twenty ninety nine. Yes, <laughs> it's gonna happen. That'd be fun. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, how would you pull that off? Anyway, that's a different conversation for a different time. Well, you'd have but... to be alive for for. Oh yeah, it. that's that's fair. Yeah, I mean, you could do it in the afterlife. Totally good. Yeah, totally good. I mean, people are already dead, so it's already post-apocalyptic in a way. No, that's not right. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wonder what laughing while being like benevolent and all knowing and all seeing would be like. Oh, still fun. I would imagine. Still fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> A little like creepier, maybe I don't know, because mm. you'd have to be like sneaky to get around the whole all-seeing thing. But if everyone's all-seeing, I guess you could play it like kind of dumb it down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Huh. You'd be like, you know how in D and D where you have like party moments where you're like, we're basically gods. Yeah, yeah. That's basically that. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone, everyone's like that, so it's everyone's on a level playing field. That'd be good. Yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> Um, okay, for the final question. So, you know, you've, you've eaten two, you've exploded. And Lacey and I are coming around to see you, but we go in and we see it's just grace everywhere. Like, <laughs> you've just, eaten to the point that you've just exploded, just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, self-combusted. Yeah, just from all the eating and all the, the, all the stuff you were doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I tend to carry around coffins. I don't know if you know that about me. Oh, my God. Yeah, that makes so much sense now. The problem, the 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 problem is, I like to buy my coffins discounted, <laughs> so they're always smaller than they should be. So I, I have can to love stuff. A bargain. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I have to stuff all of Grayson's discounted coffin, mm. and I'm trying and I'm trying. I finally get everything in, but there's so much of you in there that there's only one. There's only room to take one piece of lap, either gear or. I guess if you have any recordings of it, like a recording, you know, on like mm. a VCR, because, you know, why not, mm. um, into the coffin, what, what would you like to take with you to the afterlife to show everybody on the first laugh day in the afterlife? Mm. Can be anything. I would like to, can I, can it be something that I don't have yet? Sure. Because I, uh, I'm in the process of making what is essentially like a, grimoire or a uh like a book filled with character notes and just kind of like a compilation of all of the notes and coins and feathers and just like uh just basically like a uh scrapbook mm-hmm. of all of my characters um oh. and their friends i think i'd like to try and squeeze that in with me it's okay. not finished yet but well It'll That's be, right. It, I can finish it off in the afterlife. Yeah, you can finish it off in the afterlife. All right, so you put your grimoire in. Mm. That's cool. I like that. Thank you. All right. Well, well, that and I can never remember my spell chance, so I do need a spell book <laughs> yeah. in there. With me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to make a healing, elvish healing chant. Yeah. And then we stopped going for some reason, so I can never finish it. Mm. But yeah, oh, good times. 
It's all right. We'll, we'll start the lap and we'll get that, that chant finished. Yeah, but now it's going to be like with heavy metal behind it if it's going to be in um in post-apocalyptic um, yes. cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, that'll be crazy. <laughs> all right. Well, that was it. That's all the questions you have Thank entered you. the afterlife. Can I uh, lay to rest now? Can I have like a solid like 100-hour nap? <laughs> sure. I'll allow it amazing and uh yeah where's the where's the food at like oh just click your fingers and the food the food will show up you got everything in this afterlife whatever you want oh hell yeah although some people look at you funny considering you died eating too much but don't worry about those people they're idiots i never learn it's fine (laughs) (laughs) fair enough well congratulations on your death thank you and thank you for being a part of the podcast hey always a pleasure thank you for having me anytime anytime I die (laughs) (laughs) I hope you enjoyed Uh, next week I will be talking to another friend of mine Uh, the conversation went quite long and and it was quite informative so I might have to be broken up into two parts but we'll see how that goes Uh, but again thank you for listening hope you enjoyed and please uh, do check out Hobby Goblins and subscribe to it if you can Uh, it is a lot of fun to do that so yeah Um, and remember it is never not awkward when your parents start listening to your work Hi, Dad. Hi, Mom.